This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 326. Words matter. We know this. The words we tell ourselves, the words we share with others, it impacts the way we think about things, the mindset that we bring into situations, the ability to move into action. What is the impact to your outcomes when you make excuses for behaviors that don't serve you or use the feelings you're feeling as an excuse for not following through on your commitments to yourself and to others? When we tell ourselves things like, I've never been good at XYZ, or I don't like to ABC, what do these excuses give you as an out for making hard choices or stepping into discomfort that is sometimes necessary? What is the consequence of using an excuse? A lack of growth? A business that fails? What would shift for you if you told yourself, well, that's an explanation for how I feel or for what I did. I may understand my reasoning and now I need to create a solution. What does the differentiation between making an excuse and having an explanation open for you? We're going to explore this as well as strategies for releasing our excuses and stepping into the extraordinary in this Star Coach episode. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Welcome to the show. It is fabulous to have you here. Today, we're going to explore the power of word choice, an aspect that's key to effective communication. And we're going to tune into how our word choices affect our responses, our motivation, the actions we take. As we look through the lens of self-talk, we can also realize the power of language that we use with others that can forward movement and growth or potentially shut it down. We're going to explore these concepts today by using two words. Is it an excuse or is it an explanation? What is the difference and how does it impact us? Now, if you are new to the show or to me, welcome. I'm Meg Rentschler. I have worked with people for over 40 years to affect positive changes in their lives. First as a psychotherapist, And then for the past 15 years as an executive coach and a coach mentor, I teach leaders to coach. We are all leaders and we can all benefit from communicating more effectively with more curiosity, more engagement, more interest. The Star Coach Show was designed as one way to help us all step into the coaching space and have more impact through deepening our skills, building thriving businesses for those of you who are building your own businesses, and using coaching as a leadership style. I'm really glad to have you here. I invite you to dive into the power of language with me today. 
So I want to start with the concept of what is the differentiator. So let's start with the concept of an excuse. An excuse tends to deny responsibility. It says to others, I need to be excused. It's not my fault. I want to release any blame from me, any ownership, or many times any need to apologize. When we step into excuse, we are often coming from a place in our minds that we are powerless. We are often defensive. We feel justified. It is sort of separate from whatever that's over there. That has nothing to do with me. I don't have any ownership of that. Now, an explanation seeks to clarify, to understand, to see through the lens of reason and therefore open a path towards solution. If we seek to understand, then we can challenge ourselves, what would we like instead? How can I acknowledge and then move forward in spite of, perhaps learn from this experience and grow? It's about stepping into rather than away from and seeing with open eyes what's working, what's not working, what's my part in this, what do I want to learn from it, and how can I move forward from it? Now, when we're in a place of excuse, there's a cost to that. It creates the reason we stay in one place sometimes. We keep doing the same behavior because if I'm powerless, if I'm not at any ownership of it, then I'm not going to be able to engage with it, right? I might stay in my comfort zone that really isn't all that comfortable. What do excuses do? They block our creativity. They block any path forward because I don't have any responsibility or chance to make a decision if I'm powerless or if it's an excuse. So what do I do? I give in to self-doubt. I avoid risk. I avoid taking chances that might help me grow because I'm just in this fear-based place that won't allow me to look at where do I have power in this situation? Where can I better understand what's going on rather than justifying, rationalizing, and providing an exit strategy? Now, this issue became really apparent to me when I was a therapist. My clients were wonderful people, and I very much enjoyed being a therapist. I also began to see both through the lens of listening to other therapists who would say, oh, well, that person is a has bipolar or attention deficit. And it's like, even in the therapist's mind, it was giving an excuse for what was happening. And I would also see that through my eyes of my clients. A clinical diagnosis is very real and it's very challenging, but it's not an excuse. So when I would hear my clients who have attention deficit disorder or bipolar depression or an addiction or an anger management struggle or depression and those symptoms and would hear, well, it's because of this that that is happening, it would become an excuse which actually blocked progress, blocked an ability to make a choice. And so instead of leading 
somebody to feel empowered or have to take on this very real challenge, but make choices around it. Instead, when we get victimized by life or, you know, give all of our power away to a diagnosis, what I would see is that then that would block my client's abilities to make the best choices for themselves. So what I would do is work with my clients to see their diagnosis as an explanation for the struggle that they were having, but not as an excuse to let go of taking responsibility, making choices, or even getting treatment. And the same is true if we shift to the coaching hat. For the past 15 years, I've worked with people to engage in coaching conversations. And in that, it usually requires some change to the way that we have been interacting with others, the way we think about how we show up in a conversation. And anytime we engage in change, it can be challenging. It requires building new muscles. So when I hear things like, you know what, Meg, I've always been a problem solver. That's what I do. I fix things for people. And therefore, they're dealing with the struggle in a coaching conversation in allowing the process to be self-directed, self-determined change for the coachee. What I want to do is check in with that person who's telling me, you know what, I've always been a problem solver. That's just what I've always done. And see, are they just acknowledging that they have a challenge that they're willing to deal with? Or are they using that as an excuse in the way of, this is the way I've always been, and this is the way I'm going to be? It makes a difference. What's the mindset that we have about that? How are we stepping into that? One of my favorite quotes about excuses comes from President Barack Obama. And he says, excuses are tools of the incompetent used to build bridges to nowhere and monuments to nothingness. Now that might be feel a little harsh, but think about it. Think about the fact that excuses are not going to help us move into a different behavior. They're not going to help us meet goals. They're not going to help us shift whatever we're in to something different. And often excuses involve blame, blaming others, blaming circumstances, maybe blaming ourselves. But blame doesn't take us anywhere. Blame doesn't open up new possibility. It stops our progress. It's a non-starter. And our excuses give us stories. And those stories are not always stories that help us move forward. In my experience, excuses are fear-based. So when we give in to our fear, the stories we tell ourselves and the excuses that we've created feel very reasonable. They might feel rational. And we justify to ourselves what we can't do because we want to stay safe. We want to stay secure. We, it's not comfortable to step into fear. And yet, that fear could be shifted. It could be looked at from another perspective. I work with coaches often who are building their businesses. And that means they're putting themselves out into the world in a different way that they did before. They're offering their service to people. And that can be vulnerable and scary. We tell ourselves stories like, who's going to want to hire me? I'm not as experienced 
as educated, as creative, as smart, as attractive, fill in the blank. Uh, as whoever we're comparing ourselves to, whatever situation we're comparing ourselves to, and often feeling like we're not coming up to snuff, we're not up to par. Often when I talk to coaches about, you know, you, you can't be a secret and be a success at the same time, how are you going to begin to let people know about this new adventure that you're embarking in, this new offer that you're, you're providing? I hear things like, well, I'll begin to tell people what I'm doing once I'm credentialed or once I'm more polished or once I'm clearer about what I'm doing or have just one more training, fill in the blank, whatever that excuse is that we're giving ourselves that ultimately keeps us from stepping out into the world. What ends up happening is that our excuses make us small, invisible, They block us from making our dreams come true. So my challenge for all of you is what would shift if you recognized that's an excuse? You recognized your excuse as an excuse and began to do inventory and acknowledge the factors that you're actually dealing with. I'm dealing with fearfulness. I'm dealing with vulnerability. I'm frustrated. I'm uncertain. Fill in the blank. What is it that you are actually dealing with? When we recognize what we're really dealing with, what that block really is, it becomes an explanation for how we're responding and gives us choices of what we want to do instead. So when we determine, oh, this is what I need to do instead of spinning or blaming or falling into a pattern of behaviors that's very familiar and might even be comfortable, but they're really not serving me. When we can realize the explanation for how we've been engaging, then we can be more proactive, get into the driver's seat, and begin to make choices that better serve us. I'm going to continue this discussion about the power of language about excuses versus explanation right after this. Have you been caught up in the whirl of trying to thrive as a coach? Trying to figure out, how do I attract the clients I need to do what I love? How can I make the income I really want to make so that I can live the lifestyle I really want to live? Are you caught up in excuses about what you can't do or what you don't know? I get it. It's hard to do everything alone. And that's likely why 82% of coaches who try to build a flourishing coaching practice fail. There is an incredible advantage to having a community to support your growth and set you in the right direction. That's why I created the Star Coach community, because you don't have to do everything on your own. How many hours, days, months, or dare I say years, have you wasted in the hope that you'll figure it out and you'll begin to grow in the business that you've always wanted, or you'll be able to leave that day job 
to pursue the life you've always wanted to do what really lights you up. The coaches in the Star Coach community move forward with clarity and confidence. They get to engage with industry experts. They get to have a place to get their questions answered so they're not spinning on their own. They break the isolation of trying to figure everything out themselves. One Star Coach member told me just yesterday, I cannot believe the value that I get from the Star Coach community. It is amazing everything that's included and being able to move forward. So I invite all of you to explore everything that's available for yourself at starcoachshow.com, explore the community, or check out the show notes at starcoachshow.com slash 326 and grab the link there. Now, let's get back to the show. So what happens in your mind once you shift from excuse to explanation? Once we own our experiences, rather than being powerless or a victim to the experience, we step into the choice of what do I want to do about it? We can begin to shift into what do I want instead? I am not certain but suspect that many of us don't take the time to get super clear about what is the direction that we're heading in. And I will tell you that it's very, very hard to get to a fuzzy destination. So when we can be clear about what we want, and it doesn't need to be 10 miles down the road, what do we want just at the end of the headlights? What do we want that we're moving in that direction of? Now, this is true for us. It's also very true for the work that we do with clients. So what are some of those challenges? What creates that big bubble that we then embrace in an excuse? When we step into explanation, let's dissect that bubble. Let's begin to look at what's happening. Is it just too big? If it's just too big, Like I said before, it doesn't need to be 10 miles down the road. What's at the end of the headlights? What is the smallest thing that you can do to begin to make progress? I suspect that you have low-hanging fruit. Maybe it's an email out to your network that already knows, likes, and trusts you. Just letting them know, hey, haven't been able to touch base in a while, or maybe in these years of the pandemic, we just have lost touch. And I just want to give you a heads up about what I'm doing right now. And then ask, what are they doing? Have it be a conversation, but begin to let people know, this is what's on my radar now. These are the new things that are happening in my life. Would love to know what's happening in yours as well. We can begin to post on social media without a plethora of content to share. You could share resources that are helpful to you, helpful articles, but begin with your piece of what is it that struck me about this? What was it that I found to be useful? So you share a little bit of yourself, even if you're sharing an article written by somebody else or a quote or a perspective, you can begin to get out into the world and just get 
visible. Cannot say enough. If you're invisible and you're hiding and hoping that people are going to find you, that hope isn't going to take you as far as a plan. Maybe as you move from excuse to explanation, you realize, I'm just stuck in the way that I see this. My aperture is very, very small, what I'm looking through. Well, that's what coaches do, help expand that aperture. So maybe you talk with somebody who can help you begin to explore how to reframe it. How can I bring in new possibilities and new perspective? Maybe it's about needing resources. You know, I just don't know what I need. Now, in this situation, Google can be both a friend and a bit of an enemy in how we can get caught up in a never-ending search. So you want to be able to set parameters. What do I think that I need in this situation? Where can I, what do people that I look up to or that I strive to be like, what are the resources that they're recommending? What are the different places that I can access resources of people that I already know, like, and trust? And I certainly hope that the library of the Star Coach Show can be one of those resources for you. We have over 300 episodes focused on how to build your skills, building businesses, using coaching as a leadership style. Those resources hopefully will be part of what do I need to access? What can I do? I have a client right now who regularly goes to the show, she'll research and say, okay, who was on Meg's show that is a speaker? And she'll listen to the show. And if she likes them, she'll reach out to them. Or who on the show is a copywriter? And if she likes them, she'll reach out to them. So it's using the resources that are already available and getting knowledge from what those experts are sharing on how you might engage in finding the right resources that you need to move forward. Many times we try to do everything ourselves. So I would just ask you, what support do you need? Where and how can you connect with others? Are you attending, you know, professional meetings? If you're a coach, the ICF meetings. If you're an HR professional, your HR meeting. You know, how are you accessing resources from others? How might you begin a mastermind group or access the Star Coach community for being in a community of like-minded, heart-centered entrepreneurs like yourself to really create the kind of movement and get out of the swirl of aloneness? When we understand the explanation for how we are showing up, what we're doing, how we're engaging, that's where we begin to get traction. That's when we can understand, how do I want to do things differently? Where are the gaps that I want to fill? Do I need to hire a coach? Do I need to reach out to a friend? Do I want to engage in a group that is going to help me move forward? What are the resources I want to look into? What are the books I want to read? There are resources for moving forward. But excuses tend to stop our path. So when we shift from excuse to explanation, we can better examine what is it 
that I'm doing? How am I engaging? What am I telling myself that I could begin to tell myself what else is true? And what else could be true? And what else could be true? Because it's all made up. And while we definitely have challenges in front of us, and those are very real, and barriers can be very real, we can also examine through the explanation, what do I need to do differently? What can I experiment with and see the results that I get? How can I take the data that I gain from trying something, from thinking differently, from observing the way that I engage and shift, shift how I'm showing up, shift the way that I'm thinking about something, shift the way that I'm choosing to engage. Because I truly believe that each and every one of you is absolutely extraordinary. And you will make it to where you want to be when you shift and let go of your excuses understand yourself through explanation, really examine that, examine that situation, experiment with what different things you could try, and step into that extraordinariness that you have. So let me know how it goes. Shoot me an email and explore how you really want to be in every situation because you've got this. And I hope that the Star Coach Show helps support you in that. Now, next week, I have an incredible guest building right on what we were talking about today. Lee Shea McDonough is joining us. She's going to be sharing the four pillars needed to build a coaching business, especially if this is all new to you. So you're definitely going to want to join us. And if you have already have a business built, you still want to come back. She's going to give you things to challenge you to think about how are you engaging with these four pillars and you might be able to leverage your building, your business to a whole nother level. So I encourage you to do some self-examination this week. Have a great week. Please share the show with people that you believe would benefit from it. That's why it's here. I hope that more and more people can engage in the show, whether you're a coach, whether you are a leader, we all have the possibility to coach more. We are all leaders in this world. So let's step into the space together. Have a great week.